Good evening. Welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern, episode 103rd. 103rd already, crazy. And a lovely Sunday evening. I am uh, Jamie, and I'm once again joined by MPP Graham. Hello. Hello, MPP Graham. How are you? I am doing well, thank you. How about you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Uh, we've got a uh, special guest this week. The good one, the only special guest, Pete. Hello, good evening. Wow, Hello. thank you for having me back, guys. It's very exciting. It's it's been too long, and it's uh, it was time to replace, get rid of Ian, bin him off, <laughs> and just bring in special guest Pete to uh, drop the knowledge on us. Yep, we're all ready for the. And of course, the one the only Scottish girl for us is hosting and doing all the the good stuff behind the scenes. How are you, Ross? Not too bad, lads. Yourself? Oh, good. Thumbs up galore. Um, yeah, as I said, no uh, Millie Manny in this week. He's away doing something somewhere with someone. Not really sure of the details, but we'll leave it at that. Fill in your your wildest guesses in the comments below. Or hit him up at, at Twitter and tell him to stop doing whatever it is you want to tell him to stop doing. Um, we're going to get into the, the gaming news as we do every Sunday, 8 p.m. Come on, what was that? What was See, that? I, don't do it, I don't do it one time, and that's the lack of effort you get. Yeah, we need you back. 8 p.m. Yes, that's better. Uh, and we'll start with the, the news that the uh, Xbox dropped just a few days ago. We are getting an Xbox and Bethesda showcase. <gasps> Booyah! Days, it's going to be on the 20... Why doesn't this one scroll up, you bastard? Fifth. Fifth, thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. 25th of January, so uh, 10 days from now. And it's going to focus on updates on games, including Elder Scrolls Online, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and... Of course, the big one, the one we really all want to hear about, Star Redfield. Redfall, that's the one. Yeah. Um, they're going to supposedly do a Starfield standalone show in the works later on with no date or, or details about that yet. But as I said, they're going to focus on, on those four games. I'm sure there'll be a few other hints and, and surprises and stuff. Um, I'm just going to read a quick bit off of VGC and then we'll get into the, the chatter about it. Uh, so they've pulled out a quote from the Microsoft thing where they say, uh, like I said, Elder Scrolls, Forza Motorsport, stuff. Forza Motorsport 1, I want to read to say, the team at Turn 10 have been hard at work bringing fans the next generation of Forza Motorsport built from the ground up to take advantage of the Xbox Series X and S. It's back and we can't wait to share more uh, gameplay and exciting new details. So Ross, what does that do for you? Are you Woohoo! What are you excited to hear and see and, and think about? And obviously uh, there's another bit in this thing where obviously they're saying games coming in the next few months. Uh, Aaron Greenberg's tweet here says, uh, we're going to take you inside the studio to see some games coming to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass over the next few months. Obviously, that includes Forza. So, Ross, Forza it up for a second, please, before we move on to the other games. It's just going to be nice having a, a racing game that doesn't advertise ray tracing and, and is just in the pause menu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's oh, shots fired already. Two Forza games. In. Forza games are always beautiful. Um, so, hopefully, this fully unleashes the power of Xbox, gets to see exactly what they can do um i think uh, even was saying last week on the show as well i'm more of a horizon player mm. um prefer just the sort of laid-back nature of horizon but i think with the wheel the pedals and stuff like that i've invested in um probably should get into the actual motorsport side of things yeah a bit more technical so so obviously the motorsport one's more track based in it rather than yeah horizons um, have they said it? Well, I suppose they haven't really given much detail, but have they said of any tracks or anything that sort of got you interested? Or is there any ones from previous series you'd like to finally try? I just think they've not, not that I've seen anyway, they've put out anything specific. Um, not I've not paid a massive attention to, to sort of 
when what they've released about it because there was no solid date. So it's one of these things where you don't want to hype yourself up too much and then find out you're mm, perfect dark. Exactly. Um, no, but whatever whatever the, the uh, tracks that they put in it, I'm sure it'll be an absolutely stunning game. If I mean, if, if they've got the ability to put any of the the ones sort of historically that are like Laguna Seca or the Suzuka Nurburgring type idea, then there'll be the details that they'll put into that will just be spectacular. Nice. And, and especially because Pete, let's get you in on the conversation because you're the other resident racing man here. Does Forza Motorsport do anything for you? Uh, Does this new one do anything for you? Is there anything yay or nay about it? Def- I mean, I'm, I'm the opposite to Ross. I do prefer the track racing. So uh, on the Horizons, again, it looks beautiful, but it's just not for me. So, uh, you know, I've there's a lot of good, obviously, you play F1 a lot, but there's also this new sim game. Well, it's not new, but there's, it's, it's called Assetto Corsa or something, and it's a proper simulation racing game. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of starting to kind of uh, gain momentum, even though it's already been out a few years. So if Forsman can take a slice of that pie and make it that good as a sim game, then I'm, I'm definitely in. Definitely yeah, because I think that Assetto Corsa, that's, that's like a hardcore... Yeah, racing sim type idea. Like, I mean, I've seen a couple of players that they like their full setups that they've got based in it. It's basically the cockpit of an F1 car in yep. their bedroom. Yeah, um, and it's proper. You you power in a corner even a slightest bit too much, and you're in a gravel trap. Yeah, a guy you're facing backwards. It looks brutal. Yeah, a guy I play F1 with has just literally invested about fifteen hundred pounds just to get a. A better setup so we can play it at the course of more, which is crazy when you yes, think about it. Crazy money that you can. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's going to be looking forward to Falls the Motorsport as well. I imagine. Great. Are you ready <laughs> to smash some cars up? Should we just get on the uh, track and just see what kind of damage we can cause? Curious. I heard Rainbow Road might be coming to it, so that might pique my interest. <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly it's not a stealth racing game, so you should be all right, Greg. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean, we no. could make it stealth if you like. You know. No, anyway, we'll get. Something I'm going to make racing a little something... bit more interesting for me. Yeah, let's talk about something you are a bit more interested in, perhaps. Um, what about this Minecraft Legends game? I know you 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 quite enjoyed. Uh, I forgot the name, but again, what was the other one they did? Minecraft Dungeons. Dungeons. Yeah. yeah, Dungeons. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, again, I'll read this little quote and then you can say if, if you've got much interest in this. This is Mojang Studios will uh, showcase an insider's look into the PvP multiplayer from Minecraft Legends, uh, upcoming action strategy game. Uh, developed in partnership with Blackburn Interactive, launching this spring. Don't miss exclusive gameplay footage at the developer. Uh, you have to say developer underscore direct. Um, so at the developer direct. Um, you're going to see this. Does that float your boat? Are you interested to see more considering how much we enjoyed Dungeons? Yeah, I'm interested to, to dabble anyway. Um, I mean, it's almost the PvP. Is, is it, it's not going to say it's the same style as Dungeons though, right? It's completely, is it completely no, it's, different? This is more of a, an action strategy thing rather than like a uh, Diablo type game. Yeah, so yeah, no, definitely interested to take a look. I didn't mind the OG Minecraft, didn't mind Dungeons as well. They're both kind of good in their own right. And yeah, well, def- yeah, I'm interested to take a look, see what it's got up its sleeve. Anyway, could be interesting. Just whether it's got the legs to last a long time. So I don't think Dungeons had many legs compared to the original Minecraft. Anyway, that's still. Oh going yeah, I mean we, we right kind of blitzed through a, a, an amount of the game, and then I don't even remember if we finished it or not. But we kind of fell off it quite quickly. Whereas obviously, mm. as you said, the original Minecraft has been going for about as long as uh, as long as a piece of string yeah. at this point. So. 
Uh, anyone else got any interest in like, Minecraft Legends at all? No, no I'm so. sure we'll give it a go because it'll be in Game Pass on launch, won't it? So I'm sure we'll yeah. give it a go at some point. Damn right, damn right. And then likewise, Elder Scrolls Online. I know I don't think any of us are particularly interested in the ESO universe, um, but they're going to include updates. Uh, sorry, uh, 2023's major chapter update, including the latest regions of Tamriel to become available, as well as a major new feature coming in the game's biggest update this year. Uh, the developer direct will be immediately followed by the full standalone ESO chapter reveal event. So that's getting its own event after the fact. Um, which obviously, again, if you're an ESO player, which I'm, millions of people are, I'm sure that's going to float your boat tremendously. Uh, anyone interested in the ESO? Or should we move on to the main event here? I wish I could get into it, but... No. Oh, yeah, me and you dabbled in a bit, Jay, didn't we? I think when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, we tried it, so, but it did not stick at all. It was just a poor man's wow, really, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, and it's the kind of game that I think if it had come out when something like wow came out, Mm. And we were sort of into the Elder Scrolls, and it might have hooked us. But now we, I mean, I don't know, I'm not speaking for you lot, but I haven't got the time to invest in something like that. No, no, so, yeah, uh, not not for us. But let's get into the main event, shall we? Why is Starfield not here? We're going to talk about Redfall, don't worry. Um, but do you reckon uh, they say obviously it's Starfield, yeah, Starfield. <laughs> Starfield is getting its own event, um, mm. later on, but there's no date for that but it's still supposed to be coming before June. Do you reckon we might be seeing another delay for that before we move on to Redfall sort of thing? It's not coming to... It's not coming up before June. Yeah. That's that's when it's... Because they said in the next 12 months when they did last June's or July's, whatever it was, showcase. The only reason... Well, it might. They might. They might drop it the last day of June. But the only reason I say otherwise is because there's been... Again, it's only potential, but there's been a leaked launch date for Redfall. And it doesn't make sense for it to be that close together. But I was about to, I was about to say, might, was there a date for Redfall? Yeah, well, the, the, there's the rumoured uh, release date of May the 2nd is mm. when they suspect it might drop. Uh, obviously, nothing confirmed as of yet, but if you drop that May 2nd, could you drop Starfield last week in June? Yeah, I mean, you've got a couple mm. of months there, but still, unless they're going to go on a new tangent or new sort of cadence where... They have Redfall, Starfall, uh, Starfield, uh, and then another big game basically every month or every two months. I think that's sort of cramming two big games into one, and then you've got nothing for the rest of the year again. Could you do that for the last part of the year? Sort of the last six months of the year, just have big or bigger launches, just stagger yeah, them? I think that's through. what they're going to have to do, and that's probably possibly yeah. what we'll see here. Obviously, again, they're focusing on these four, but I don't see them not saying anything about a few other games, maybe even update on. Uh, there was a rumor the other day that. GoldenEye should be coming out by the end of the month on Xbox Live uh, on Game Pass, I should say, sorry. Yeah. Um, yes. So we could get updates yeah. things like that as well. Um, thing is with Starfield, yeah. obviously, it's going to be, it's you know, because it's such a big game, you know it's going to have some kind of roadmap in there, don't you? Uh, yeah. Where we're going to yeah, add this, we're going to add this, we're going to add this. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll see again. That's that's coming at some point soon. Again, they they could squeeze it in the release, like you said, Ross, or they could be like, well, actually... Um, how about 11 11 23 instead ah, let's go with that um but yeah we'll see but the internet was... would melt if that's yeah. what happened <laughs> i know that that's that's i mean that's almost getting into sort of halo territory in it where they had the release date set for the end of was it 2020 yeah. 2020 and then the they delayed it all the way back to 2021 yeah. and then even then it didn't quite hit the mark yeah. but well, the, the longer they delay starfield the longer we won't hear anything about the next Elder scrolls yeah, exactly. And then and we won't hear the longer about next Fallout. 
Yeah, oh, exactly. about that. So it's fine. Right, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Redfall again. I'll read the little the little quote the VGC got here from the thing. Uh, the minds behind Dishonored and Prey. I mean, you've already sold me there. Uh, Arcane Austin will showcase several minutes of gameplay from the upcoming FPS. The developer direct will reveal singular multiplayer gameplay, showing more of how you and your friends will take down bloodthirsty vampires on the picturesque island of Redfall, Massachusetts. Uh, fans can expect to learn more about combat, customization, bosses, the open world, and more. So, as you said, Ross, the release date was leaked. I imagine that will be confirmed at this, whether it is May yeah. 2nd or, or another date, you know, what have you. Um, do you think we might see some sort of early beta or alpha or something that may ha- perhaps re- released on that day and you can go test it now, that thing? I think they'd be stupid not to. I think with the type of game that it is, um, they need to sort of stress test the servers because, well, obviously it's Arcane that's doing it. Yeah. They don't have... A- track record of my like online multiplayer no, um, they've got a fantastic single player track record which we'll talk more about later hmm. exactly but, so that's yeah, that, yeah, that's brilliant but then they now need to make sure that the multiplayer experience is just as good yeah yeah i mean the only the one they've the only other one they've sort of helped out with was uh what's it called wolfenstein youngblood yeah and I mean, the game wasn't all that great, but the the like multiplayer, like connection side of things was good. But obviously, there's only two players, whereas this is four in a massive yeah. open world, yeah, um, or biggish open world with with all sorts of crazy shit going on. So yeah, very excited to see more about that. Um, I imagine it'll end the show, probably give it the longest segment. I thought I would have thought, considering it's probably the nearest one. Although, I mean, again, we're going to get a release date for Forza and Minecraft. So, Forza. Yeah, could I end think for I think Redfall will be where the finisher. They should do, should do, unless they've got another a, a big surprise or yeah, or something. Yeah, um, but yeah. So this is on, like I said, the twenty fifth. Uh, it begins at eight pm uh, English time, and then twelve pm PT and three pm ET. Uh, so make sure you set your watches, set your alarms. I don't know uh, what day is the twenty fifth. I already should have looked at that. Ten days. It'll be a Wednesday, Tuesday. won't it? Wednesday. Wednesday. So, are we looking to do some sort of uh, watch along or reaction or something at some point? We can, I mean, we can discuss this afterwards, of course. But it would be uh, it would be quite fun, I think, to to join in the fun. What's, what's are you are you excited about that idea, Gray? Oh, I can't remember the last time you got smashed up. You tried to do the podcast after drinking on it. Yeah, well, I'm, I don't mean I'm not doing any drinking games. I'll just watch it and then we can talk about it afterwards. <laughs> That's why that was a funny old episode. <laughs> Um, but yeah, well, I mean, we could talk about it afterwards, but perhaps we'll do something like that. Or if not, again, we'll record the Sunday afterwards and we'll discuss it then at 8 p.m. Yes. There we go. A bit of a thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, so we'll see what happens on, on that day. It'll be <clears> wonderful. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, again, more news on Starfield and hopefully more more games throughout the year, not just until June. And then, like, oh, shit, we didn't plan any further than this. Uh, quickly have avowed and, and uh, a trailer for Elder Scrolls or something. And the potential uh, re-release of Skillbound. And the potential, yeah, I saw that story earlier on. They're supposedly working with, um, oh, who was it again? Um, Platinum Games. Platinum Games, thank you. Um, I'm trying to bring Scalebound back, but I think that, I mean, that's probably, that's beyond eight, beyond eight, help eight at this point, I think, away. really. I'd say it's been a few years since that was cancelled, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, I think they were saying Fable that they were... Legends, or whatever it was called, the four-player, like, asynchronous multiplayer game. Mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what other surprises they have. Um, speaking of surprises, Ubisoft. Oh my God, you'll never believe what they've done. 
They've only gone and cancelled games and delayed Skull and Bones. Hold the phone. What? I believe, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, let me just get the thing up here. But this is the sixth time they've delayed Skull and Bones now uh, over <laughs> the know, last I decade that, or so. I found it bad enough that they cancelled them. Eh, they felt like they've delayed this. What like got to me more was they've cancelled three unannounced games. Well, just yeah. don't fucking tell anybody you've cancelled. Yeah. Them. Yeah, basically, and yeah. that's I mean, just their invest. Oh yeah, we we have been work. We we have been doing something. Yeah, the money you're giving us, we, honestly, we haven't just been you sitting know. around scratching our ass. We've <laughs> worked, um, but we're not actually going to do anything with what we've been doing now. Um, so yeah, so got, yeah. again, VGC got their news here. So uh, announced uh, on Wednesday, the company said it's facing major challenges as the industry continues to shift between mega brands and long-lasting titles that can reach players across the globe, across platforms and business models. I hate. I hate corporate quotes like that. They're horrible. <laughs> um, well, things will change after about six years. Yeah, yeah. So they said they spent the last four years attempting to adapt the biggest brands: uh, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Ghost Recon, and Rain. Uh, Far Cry, sorry, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Ghost Recon, Rainbow Six, and the Division to these converging trends. Again, a horrible, horrible phrase. Um, however, the games from this investment phase have yet to be released, while our recent launches have not performed as well as expected. Um, I think they said something about Mario Sparks of Hope and Just Dance not not uh, hitting the um, hitting the highs they were hoping for. And again, they've delayed Skull and Bones, which was supposed to be out in March, will now arrive early in the next fiscal year, which technically runs from April. So it could just be a month delay. It could be a year delay. Who knows? Um, and it's apparently the improvements they've seen so far have been uh, very positive. Mm. Even though, I mean, again, they delayed it about yeah. fifteen hundred times. At this I, point. I they tried to make it a live service game and then just saw oh, every single live service game come out and just get shat on and think maybe yeah. and just think maybe we should change it and do something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, does anybody care about Skull and Bones at this point? Did anybody ever care? Yeah. And do you care now? I did when it first, when it first got announced because I, I seen Sea of Thieves and thought, great idea, not a big fan of the art style. So then Skull and Bones came out, I was like, ooh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Hyped up for that, and then uh, Ian Cry- oh, so I just heard Ian crying when you heard Black Water. <laughs> no, <laughs> Black no Black. I, I couldn't be any less interested in and if if I tried. Yeah, no, yeah. But, but last year when I first saw it, I was like, that's just an upspuff version of um, like I said CFEs, but it does look interesting. But again, it's probably gonna be totally different from the show, the trailer they showed yesterday, yeah, whatever it was. It's um, great. Did you have any thoughts on it? Because I, I don't think I could care any less. No, it's gonna. It's building its way to be the next Duke Nukem, yeah. where it's been so long coming, and it's gonna be as about as powerful as an indoor firework. I did see some somewhere someone say something about Duke. Like it's it's basically it's either just past Duke Nukem's length, or is like this year will be Duke Nukem. Like I'm if sure it doesn't it's come past out, it. I'm it, sure yeah, I had it, read somewhere that it it's was already past it. pushed past Duke Nukem, and now it's the longest fucking delayed was, game. Nukem and the rest of the series to have people sort of going, I'm eager to see this. Whereas, yeah, I mean, this is a, a, a first, isn't it? It's not like it's a sequel. Yeah, yeah it's a new sequ- series mm. based on Assassin's Creed naval combat, but. Exactly. Who knows how much of that is left at this point after yeah. fucking 10, whatever years it's been. Um, yeah, I mean, they're not having a good time of it. Obviously, they've got all the other sort of shit going on as well. But I'll, I would be interested to know what the cancelled games are because we still know that they've got some sort of Splinter Cell remake in the works and they've got Ooh, probably, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Beyond Good and Evil 2 and stuff like that. But these are unannounced ones. So were they working on a new Far Cry, a new Division, a new maybe a new Rainbow Six? Siege is however many years old at this point. I don't think but, they'll ever kill Siege. 
No. Yeah, I mean, that's doing that. Strength is strength. Yeah. I mean, did you, speaking of which, as you quick hit news story, did you see The Undertaker and Becky Lynch costumes for Blackbeard and uh, <laughs> I forget the lady's name? <laughs> they look hilarious. Yeah. You should look them up if, if you haven't seen them. Um, and they're, they're like 30 quid for the pair. I was like, oh, jeez. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, Siege is obviously based on that alone, is still going from strength to strength. But I mean, we, we haven't had a single player Rainbow Six in a long time. So that would no. have been nice to get a proper. Well, I mean, you saw how much. Um... Was it Extraction? How much that one kind of bombed, wasn't it? This is so true. I mean, yeah. you, you say that, I completely forgot that existed. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Extraction. So did I until I read that. I was like, oh, yeah, that exists. I quite <laughs> enjoyed the Extraction, but it just... Uh, it was all right for a, a, an evening or two, but... Yeah. Yeah, it, it was the just same sticking power too... as soon. No, it just... No. You wouldn't have thought they killed the Far Cry series. I don't think you'd have killed something like that. That's quite a consistent change. It was. It's it? probably new IPs or spin-off of games. You know, yeah, yeah they've, Rayman they've, or something. They've definitely they've not got a uh, they've not killed off um, the Far Cry series. It's too. Uh, they they need to carry on. I just wonder if perhaps what, whatever the next game is, it, they they may want to cancel Skull and Bones two, three, and four because they should have. <laughs> 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 yeah. Maybe maybe it's their avatar. Like if, if they finally release one, like you said, then they just feel like hit sequel, yeah. the sequel, sequel, and then it just completely put everyone off even more. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens with with Skull and Bones, whether it comes out in April, whether it comes out next March, or whether it ever comes out at all. Who knows? Uh, and when it does come out, if it's a fucking damp squib or if anybody exactly. actually they gives put themselves shits. in a rock, rock and a hard place, it's uh, they've waited so long with it. If it comes out and it's cack, it means all that effort was for nothing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they, if, it, if they never it put released. it out, it's worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, let's see if it gets share... released. By... I'll say, let's see if it gets released by the next time I come on the podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> um, they did share a new gameplay trailer of it, but again, I care that little. I didn't even bother watching any of it. It's like thirty <laughs> minutes of, of information. Um, they showed uh, uh, the gameplay dev stream was dedicated to narrative gameplay with commentary from people who work on it. Um, they should have. More game. I mean, again, no one cares. Especially yeah. none of us. I'm very right, sorry. I, but... I watched a little bit of that, and the thing that I, the most noted thing I said is when they said can be done solo. So obviously, what I said earlier about being a live service game, it's probably yeah. meant to be played with more than one person. So yeah, you can do it, but we've designed it to play with at least three or four of your friends at the same time. Yeah, and that's that's going to be the key, as you said. So many games come out like that, live service things. How many games of Square Enix cancelled in the last year? Of things that have come out and they've given it a few months ago. Oh well, no one's interested because they're too busy playing Fortnite and Apex and PUBG and and things like that. Ah, oh, we'll just cancel it. <clears throat> this, yeah, yeah. It's and too the much. time and money they've, they've spent on it, it needs to hit. It needs to land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've got all their microtransaction currencies and stuff, and yep. no one's yeah. buying them. So there's no point in keeping it up, but. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Skull and Bones, uh, hopefully soon. And then we can forget about it ever existing and move on with our lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and go play Stranded Deep, which is on Game Pass now, which I played, I, I said to you that in the chat. What the... No, no, not for me at all. I think me and Ian should like stream it and see who can survive the longest. I don't longest know why because... you thought... Like, I, don't, I can't see what you, I, 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 you would have liked you know, it. 
you just got you got to try these things, didn't you? But I thought I'd last more than not even getting yeah. past the tutorial. But no. Yeah, my my son tried it and goes, well, "Daddy, I died about ten times because I keep dying of dehydration." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't die. I just couldn't couldn't get off the water off the island to go onto the water. I was like, nope, I'm not doing yeah, that. No. Right, turn the game off. I'll just die on this island. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that, <laughs> so that, that's like the main uh, the main hits of the news stories these weeks. So it gives some quick quick hits, real quick, if you like. Um, as I said, the WWE character skins i mean again if you if you haven't looked them up just look at a picture on that article i've shared it's fucking hilarious anyway um xbox consoles will soon be carbon aware what does that mean who knows uh basically they they set in everybody's console to energy saver mode uh, you can change it back to quick uh quick start or whatever it was before um but they're setting it back to energy saver and they're making some changes so that when does consoles that use as little power as possible i think with... i've already seen it because yeah, I tr- the, I think the insiders should have it, and I yeah, think it's, I, it's starting to roll out. To yeah, because others. even when it's in shutdown power mode, it can mm. still do game updates. And I was like, "That's yeah. all you want. That's why you have it on the." But, the yeah, quick so we the quick so, yeah. so, so even if it's an energy saver, it still does your yep. updates. Yeah. And, oh, yep. that's fine. Well, yeah, yeah so, so that that I think has been part of it for a while. But this this forces everybody to have it. So whereas before you could choose and whatever you set and leave it to it, once you update it, it will force this back on and then you have to go back and turn it off if you want to. Um, but again, you don't need to because it'll update your games, update your console. Oh, it just won't nice. let you um, do like remote play and stuff like that. You need to have it on quick oh, start for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been using that for ages. It's, it's much better and it only takes a few seconds to turn on anyway, so it's not the end of the world. So go check go check your console and make sure it's set to that one because that is going to save you some monies in the electric bill as well. Um Halo apparently is a massive hit for Paramount Plus. I mean, was it? Everybody seemed to shit on it, but apparently it did pretty well. Problem uh, is, what's Paramount, what Paramount Plus comparing it to? I mean, exactly. I mean, other shows that are ever... on their platform. Fair one. Yeah, you know, I mean, I signed up for it. I didn't watch it, but I signed up for it, so maybe they're counting that. Um, <laughs> um, all I'm hearing about the number one show people got mad at Master Chief because he got jiggy, you know, because he got jiggy and took his helmet off. Um, so apparently, Eclipse, Yellowstone, um, and 1883, whatever they are, they must be a big series. Season two is now in production, which I mean, I might watch season one at some point, that'd be nice. Um, digital games are dominating UK at almost 90% of overall sales on the Xbox last year. It's crazy, I mean, it's crazy to think about, but not surprising, yeah. I'm not surprised, and then, and really, I mean, that's I the only reason I've got any physical games is because I've been sent them. I've not bought any of them. Um, on the Xbox thing is, do they do they obviously if you if you own Game Pass, if you then download that game on Game Pass, do they count that as obviously it's not a purchase, but mm. do they count that towards the sales? You... Uh, the, these these sort of stats are always a bit wishy washy with things mm. like that. I don't know whether it counts, like you said, just people playing it or whether they've actually purchased it or what have you but still most of it is is digital and obviously something like game pass is going to help with that in it because you can't get that physically so you're going to have to download digitally um yeah so there's that and then a quick uh another quick one oreo pack or uh, sorry xbox oreo packs that unlocks cosmetic in halo sea of thieves and forza uh they've teamed up with oreo to do little xbox themed cookies biscuits whatever you want to call them and you get some cosmetics, like an Oreo ship in Sea of Thieves, and I think some sort of weapon, Oreo weapon charm for Halo and stuff like that. Didn't they do that with Mountain Dew? Was that last year or the year before? They've, they've probably done so. it with Mountain Dew. They've done it with a few different things, but uh, I think they had a donut one last year with Krispy Kreme as well. Ah, that was it. Yeah, um, Krispy Kreme. They were quite nice donuts, actually. But anyway, that's about it for that, really. Um, yeah. 
Let's get let's get out of the news section, shall we? That's half an hour of of news. Hopefully, you found something of interest there, and something of interest is coming your way. Thanks to Ross. Please plug me, Ross, while you finish your drink. I'll carry on talking until you're ready. Go for it now, <sighs> please plug me. I have to hydrate properly before I plug you. Oh, <laughs> I know. Be you don't want to go. Satisfied. You don't want to go in dry, do you? Exactly. So, box for this week: Patreon.com forward slash Xbox Tavern. If you want to jump in and support us with your hard-earned money, that is greatly appreciated. Doesn't matter how big or little, um, as Tesco would say, every little helps. Apple and Spotify podcasts, if you want to jump on, rate us five stars, uh, leave us a wee comment, things that you like, things that you think we could do better. It's always appreciated. Um, written reviews, Jay will have a list of written reviews on the site, which is xboxtavern.com. Socials, you can see them running all on the bottom of the screen. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Patreon, Instagram, we're all on all them as well. I'm sure there'll be... Numerous things posted up on them recently. Um, Discord, like in the show notes. Uh, Jay's getting super competitive with his guest the games, asking everybody to get their statistics up so that he can shame yeah, no, us all when he gets Yours was shocking, Ross. I'm disappointed. That, uh, whoa, that's I, outrageous. I, I don't realise how poor it was. I think it's because I clicked through them. If I don't know it, I just go like, click right to the very end. I've played my day. That's me done for the day. <laughs> um, and last but by no means least, uh, insert coin. We have a shiny new promo code. Which I'm sure will trigger Ian because it's still as messed up as the last one. But this one is it Xbox works, that's the main Tavern. thing. Well, that is the main thing, yes. Xbox Tavern 23, so it can be used for five pounds off orders over 50 pounds. Nice, and I believe at the minute it runs till the end of June, so you've got you still got plenty of time to get in there and pick up some stuff. Uh, represent, it's got the Resident Woo-hoo. Evil merch this week, massive bit, nice. Good. Um, yeah, a few years old, but yeah, it still counts. Yeah, likewise. I don't know if you can get this one anymore, but it's still pl- plenty of decent stuff on there. Um, speaking of guess again, though, before we move on from the plugs, thank you, Ross. Graham, you're suspiciously quiet when it comes to guess the game. What's what's going on there? I've been doing. Oh, it. if you're thrown under the bus, outrageous! Outrageous! You're the you're the one I want to see how you get on because I think you'll probably do. Hey, he's doing it. Well. He's just failing every day. He just doesn't want to share. I know, maybe that's it. Yeah, he's got another <laughs> right. Oh, that, what you used to do, do great, is you can go back to day one and just do it in order. Do day one, two, three, and do, do, just do two hundred. Oh yeah, I know. You can you. go back and do yeah, it. That's that's why. It's not like two hundred old days. Mm. I think we're on about two hundred and twenty or something oh. now. Yeah, I I, I, I loved it. I've, I went through back through all of them in a couple of days. Uh, and yeah, I, I think it's a great game. So good work. I can't remember his name. It's like Sam Dev on Twitter at Sam Dev. I think. Um, yeah, go give him some love because it's a great, a great take on the old word or with with video games. Was, was one of the first ones not like Mass Effect Three? Don't give him any hints. He doesn't give <laughs> any hints. <laughs> one of it was basically one of the ones that you said, Jay. Oh, you would have got this one really quick, Cross. And I was like, oh, maybe they're not as hard as I thought it would be. So I thought I'm gonna start playing this. Oh, fuck, false insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I must admit, some of them I don't know how I don't know where they come from. I just sort of they just sort of it's pop into my head. Some of them pop up saying release before Metacritic. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, right, Jake got it in one, right? It could be an easy one, right? Uh, PC indie game released 2017. What the fuck? If you're not played it, guess, guess the dot game is, is the web link. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's great fun. And, I enjoy doing it every day, much more than the, the other ones. The part of my morning routine. Stuff. You're damn right. Well, it's been part of my midnight routine because I've been up so late lately. I've just been doing it before I go to bed at like one it's o'clock a, in the morning. You can almost do it habitually, like three minutes past midnight, there's going to be like something in the Discord. Yeah. Jamie, guess the game. <laughs> well, sometimes <laughs> it's before midnight though, isn't it? Sometimes you can get I know, sometimes it, it pops up about 20 minutes early, yeah. I don't know yeah, how, yeah. how that works. But 
Anyway, go play Guess the Game. Let us know your, your results in the Discord or at, on Twitter or whatever. That would be very interesting to see how people are getting on. Um, but we're going to move on from that, that uh, sort of daily question to a quickly week, quick, quick one. Um, from, I believe, was this from yourself, special guest Pete? <laughs> yeah, was, you... I had trouble thinking of one because I think I'm all questioned out at the moment. <laughs> I know, we need, to, we need to get some good questions in. So if you've got any questions, again, get some Discord, Twitter, in the comments below. Just ask this question, we'll answer it on the, on the show. Maybe we should open um, up to kind of non-gaming questions like, what's your perfect English breakfast? You know, Yeah, favorite, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll... Fav- favorite flavour of crisps, you know, why not? Let's do Xbox Taverns AMA every week. Ask us a question, whatever you like. And as long as it's not going to get us in trouble or offend too many people, we can offend you, some people, just not too many people. You're saying about offending there. people and you've really opened up with a culinary question to a Scotsman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have uh, well, you sitting in a corner rocking backwards and forwards. Going... <laughs> what kind of... No, we won't, we won't get into it. Anyway, so... What can we deep fry this week? <laughs> <laughs> what we could deep fry is our gaming skills. Maybe that would improve them. Uh, that was a terrible segue. But the that question was. is, what is the one game that you suck at that you wish you were any good at? Um, I'm going to go with special guest Pete, seeing as you asked, you asked it, you answer it. Ah, oh, great question, Pete. Oh, thank you. Uh, so... <laughs> What game do I suck at that I wish I was good at? Uh, I mean, obvious ones are games like Elden Ring, you know, the Demon Souls kind of games. But um, I just put, honestly, one on one game, I just put FPF games in, in general. I just I just suck at them these days. Um, it's why I've avoided games like kind of Deathloop, just because I see an FPS, I'm like, nah. Same as the... Um, uh, is it Life Is? I can't remember what it's called now. The one with the shooting, life, talking guns. High on Life. Oh, high That's on life. the one. Yeah, like... Those kind of games I just kind of tend to avoid now just because FPS games, I just I just suck at them these days. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, we got to get you back on the on the train, even if you just want to play Deathloop, because, oh, my God, we'll get into that in a minute. But, yeah, I'm going to put it on my download list, yeah. To get Damn, right. Damn right. Uh, what about yourself then, Graham? Yes. Uh, I, picked, I mean, obviously, uh... you're not, you don't suck at any game, so is there anything you'll love? <laughs> I think that's not true at all. Um <laughs> I would pick uh, probably Rainbow Six Siege, because during its pomp, you guys were loving that game, and I was trying my best to get involved, but I just could not get to grips with it. I was just mostly a liability most of the time. So you know, you're Dan, you're not that bad. It? It's a shock. I thought you were going to say yeah, Left but... Dead, to be honest. <laughs> I, I suck at that game, but I have no interest in getting better to get at that game. <laughs> <laughs> at least, uh, to be fair, Rainbow we all sucked at Rainbow apart from Jake, didn't we? Yeah, well, I mean, we had a yeah, moment, but yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you guys were sort of at least getting a couple of kills here and there. So, sort of mum was a fluke of anything. But I mean, we could always but, play again someday. It would be nice to play it again. But I think our skill ceiling, uh, we've gone down, and and the caliber of players is way up there now. Yeah, way so, up there to make it even bit. harder to get into. Uh, and what about yourself, Ross? So piggybacking off uh, Gray's answer, I would say uh, Siege as well. Um, I'd love to get better at it. I'm not by any means. T- Oh. be a bit more not so much competitively but probably get any like the ranked modes and stuff like that and play it at that level quite uh quite well uh the other ones i would say as uh, especially as people are saying the souls games uh i know ian's super high on elden ring the new i wish i had the sort of patience um to sit down and get through a game like that same with the the, the souls games uh bloodborne anything along those sort of 
proper hardcore, got to know the movements of every opponent, got to like min match your builds to to get to the end game. Uh, they've always always intrigued me. They've always looked beautiful, but I just don't have the the patience or the ability to to get through them. And another one for probably the competitive nature like Rainbow Six is uh, Rocket League. I think mm. like some watching some of the Rocket League players and the way they like you don't see their cars touch the ground for ninety <laughs> percent of the games, uh, and just some of the skill levels that are in that game is unbelievable. So I'd, yeah. I'd quite enjoy picking, getting a wee bit better at that. Yeah. They literally yeah. only touch the floor to get more boost. Yeah, and that's it. yeah to start <laughs> then off, back on the roof. then they're in the air, <laughs> then they need to get boost. It's just, oh, watching it is un- It's one of the few like esport type games where you watch it and you're just like blown away with how talented the players are. Because you, you, like, also games like Dota, um, League of Legends, there's a massive following behind them, but they're not, to the casual at least, not overly entertaining to watch. Um, same way, like, I know like um, StarCraft has a massive. Um, esports community behind it, but again, it's not—it's an RTS. It's not something that's going to be the the most entertaining for most people to watch. Whereas, if you've got games like Siege, Rocket League, where you can just drop in, watch them, and go, "Wow, these guys are like, ridiculously good." Yeah, no, I think I'm going to piggyback off your answer and go with Rocket League myself because I used to love playing. We're going to go for it: Supersonic Acrobat, Rocket Battle Cars, and I got quite good at it. Not like flipping through the air good but like decent enough where i was always holding my own rocket league come out i was doing really well because everybody was new on the xbox and i was like Haha, i know what i'm doing and now <laughs> i just absolutely no chance lasted um, all of about a week yeah i, I, I mean I'd, I'd like to be able to do the, the like i said the flying through the air and the changing trajectory and, and flipping and, and basically not touching the ground and, and hitting the ball at all sorts of crazy angles but i could just about hold my own but i'm nowhere near being what you consider probably like good at it i'm like capable not i'm not going to win any awards or competitions or or even most of the games that i play <laughs> i just i just enjoy playing it it's, it's such a good fun game um uh, and i enjoyed especially when we play some duos and and, and trios and quads and stuff uh, yeah yeah it's really good um i just it's hard when you get paired against a team that are just fucking it all over the shop <laughs> i can't even see you let alone fucking stop you uh, yeah, that would be that would be my pick. I think I was I was trying to think of another game that, that was slightly different, but although I'm not especially good FIFA. at any games, there's not. Yeah, I mean the ones I, I I do play, I'm interested in, and again I'm sort of capable, but just not especially great at any of them. Where it's like even like Fortnite, I love playing Fortnite. I'm definitely not anywhere near the world's best player at Fortnite, but I can do my hold my own, get to the top ten most times, if not the top three or four. Easily, um, and get yeah, a but that's, few wins. that's the non building mode that you got to go back in the building. Oh, mode. no, yeah, I wouldn't even touch the fucking <laughs> no, building mode. No, no, no chance, no chance. Um, <laughs> gotta beat those speedy builders, Jay. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that, no chance. But yeah, I think Rocket League is the main one. I, I, I haven't played it for a while, but I, if I could go back and play it and get to that sort of level, I, I, I'd really enjoy that. I think, but too old and slow for that now. I ain't got the dexterity for that sort of nonsense, so yeah. So that that was the game again. Any comments or or your opinions or your answers down below in the comments or Twitter or Discord? Join every all the links and stuff are down there. Um, let us know what you think and your opinion. And again, any questions? Please ask them. Whatever you like. Xbox have an AMA every week. Uh, as long as someone asks some questions, that'd be nice. Um, yeah, yeah. 
We'll ask her. Of course, Ian, sorry, I, I'm not ignoring you just because you're not here, but I am a little bit because you're not here. Uh, he said probably F1. I imagine that, again, much like we were saying with Rocket League and Souls and, and FBSs and stuff, he's, I'm sure he's quite good at them, really, Pete. I just, he's just not as good as yourself. <laughs> I won't mention the face. Um, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, he's just obviously not as practiced as some of the other guys you play with, which obviously then hinders his ability to enjoy it, I guess. It, yeah, F one's one of those. Or Ross will tell you, F one's one of those games where you need to practice it quite regularly to get good at it, if you like. Yeah, so. you you can play it sort of like people pick it up and play it casually. They'll they'll leave like the racing line on, and mm. yeah, it'll get you around the track, and yeah, it'll be good because it's telling you like when to start breaking, where to go for when you want to be in the apex and things like that. But uh, I was trying to think of a way of, like describing how to do it. Can't think of a game that like does a similar sort of idea, but yeah, it'll, it's productive, but it's not efficient. Like it's not the best way to get around the track. You, mm. you can break later than it recommends you breaking, so you take more speed into the corners. You can have a more aggressive line than it suggests, and you come out with a better light. There's loads of things. Pete knows exactly what I'm meaning, but it's it's one of these things where it's fine but you're never going to be the best at it unless you commit the time yeah. to learning where's your braking zones, what angle should you be coming things like manual, Even things like manual gears, traction control, they all kind yeah. of add up once you get used to it. Yeah. You know. Nice. Well, it, maybe it'll, uh, it'll be challenging you one day, but uh, if he stops hunting Chivos, <laughs> you might have to die. <laughs> he doesn't hunt Chivos but... anymore. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, of course he doesn't know you. Yeah, we'll see. He's probably that's probably what he's doing tonight. Really, he's not actually yeah. doing anything else. He's just trying to fucking win another competition or something. He's sitting there with his X Shear screen. <laughs> Got about three like his PC and his Xbox is going <laughs> trying to like, grind achievements in all of them. He was giving um, me his breakdown on how he got his football manager, like almost completed the football manager achievements, and I'm looking at him going, "I mean, yeah, it works, but fuck that." Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, you got to have a dedication. Yeah, it doesn't actually do play it though, does he? He just does whatever. no, exactly. Yeah, I think what, what was it? What did he say? Is he, he took the highest level Iceland team for the second division who only plays like 10 games, got them promoted to the Premier League in Iceland, so he got an achievement for taking your team to the top division, mm. but he only had to play like 10 games to unlock it. And I'm like, fucking point of that, you go on holiday and that's it done. Yeah. And then he had to win the Icelandic division. I was like, oh, well, that seems piss easy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, when you think about it, when you're just trying to get the achievements, fair plays makes sense. Mm. But at the same time, I thought, oh, no. Mm. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a different beast. Perhaps one day we'll we'll have him and some of his other Chivo buddies on here, and, and they can discuss why and and the hows and the who's and the what's of achievement yeah. hunting and stuff. Maybe, but... maybe in our AMAs, people can ask uh, how to get. I imagine Ian's got an achievement from most games these days. So if people want to ask questions, <laughs> Ian, how do I get this achievement? Can you know, like the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can have like our own consultation zone, like the Games Master. You know, yeah. hello, just... Ian. Ian on level go, three, right, um, Ian will just go trueachievements.com. Uh, yeah, just yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, it's enough achievement talk. Ian's not here. We're talking more about achievements when he's not here. That's not good. That's not good. Let's talk about a game that we'd like to play, uh, um, including our Project Game Pass game, which, if you're not familiar, I'll give you a spiel, is every month we pick a game from Game Pass, we play it, we discuss it, and then at the end of the month we give it a quick rating, pop it up on the website, and then we move on to pick another game, so on and so on. Uh, sometimes we pick single player, sometimes we pick co-op or multiplayer games to play together. Um, but this month, or the last one we picked, which was for December and for January, because obviously Christmas break, everybody's busy, is Deathloop. 
fantastic game from Arcane. Uh, come to PS5 last, well, two years ago now, I should say. Finally come to Xbox last September. Um, and it's our Project Game Pass game. So before I rattle on about it, because it's the only thing I've played, played this week, basically, apart from one other small game. Has anybody else played Deathloop this week? Anyone got any opinions on it? I can't say I've dabbled in it any further. God no. damn it. Ah, oh, I will one, download one it, homework. play it, and I'll put some notes in the show for you for next week. It will be downloaded, but it will be played by the cut-off date. Hopefully next week, now that I've got another game out of the way that I'll speak about later. Nice. Okay. Well, I'm just going to rattle on about it very quickly then. Um, I spoke quite a lot about it last week, about how much I was enjoying it. Finally finished it last night at like one in the morning, and it's fucking brilliant. It's got the, the arcane magic of, as I said last week, like the powers and the world and the way you can use them to sort of solve things your own way you know there's obviously an ideal way and a less ideal way but as long as you've got the ability and the powers behind you you can pretty much do what you want there's no right or wrong as long as you survive at the end of the day um and even if you even if you die you're probably still going to come out of it with something like having learned something that you can use next time to then progress further or or unlock something or, or get something or you know do better next time basically um and by the time i reached the end i was way overpowered i spent way too long trying to figure trying to figure out the ins and outs when really i should have just carried on with it because i was already at the point where i could have finished it so the idea is you've got a day and you've got killed eight visionaries uh that are sort of creating this death this death loop um and you have to kill them all in one day if you don't kill them by the end of the day you loop and you start again and everybody's alive again you have to start and try and figure out to kill them um the actual game itself i was the only thing i was a bit disappointed with was it tells you you know you need to figure out how to kill them so you need to figure out where they're going to be at each time of day and how to get as many people in one place as possible so that you can then kill them without you know missing one person or what have you uh but really, all you got to do is follow the objective markers and it will do that for you. So there's there's not really much in terms of figuring it out yourself. You just complete a mission and he goes, oh, maybe if I took if I sent this message to this person, they'd go to the party at the end of the day and then I could kill them as well. Like, well, OK. And then when you get to the end, it literally gives you a checklist of saying, right, in the morning, go here. In the afternoon, go here. In the evening, go here. And that's it done. And you just follow the steps and killing them all killing all eight of them was a piece of piss basically um but again i was way too overpowered by that point i had a uh, a little um a little machine gun which i'd uh, uh, buffed with some perks and it let me basically turn it into a, a one-shot sniper rifle that was silent and i it fired faster so i could kill anyone from almost any distance with this little machine gun without being heard or seen and it made it quite easy by the time I got to the end where I'm trying to pick people off because there was there was one visionary who is in the afternoon. Uh, sorry, at noon, sorry. And he's way across the map. And I was using a sniper rifle beforehand to kill him. And I just used this and one shot, killed him straight away. Oh, okay, done. He's out of the way now. Um, but apart from that, like it sort of holding your hand, especially towards the end, there's still so many other things I can go back and find. There's so many sort of side stories and missions and... Uh, hidden collectibles and and objectives and stuff that you can do that it doesn't hold your hand for like there was one where there's a locked door and you have to find the three codes but until you find the people that go to the door to unlock the thing it doesn't tell you where they are or 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 how to find them or even how to actually get the code out of them eventually you find out where they live 
but it doesn't tell you Laura, come back here at this time and you'll find the code you have to figure it out yourself and that i really enjoyed that aspect of it because there was quite a lot of that with trying to unlock weapons and perks and stuff like that as well um so could you complete it, it quite quickly then no, <laughs> no. i don't know he's my exact hour count but i've played it every night since last sunday oh. for a good three or four hours a night as well as whatever i put into it before that so we're looking at a good 20 odd hours at least probably um and that was just since I started playing it again. I played it for five or six hours, like back in September, I think, when I bought it. Because um, I played on the PS5. I didn't play the Xbox version, but it was very good at it regardless. And I want to play the Xbox version now because you can play as... The main character you play is, is Colt, who's trying to break the loop. But you can play as Juliana, who tries to protect it. And that is like an asynchronous multiplayer thing. So you can join some person's, some random person's game. And try and kill them to stop them from progressing through their story. Oh, but because I don't have PS Plus, I can't try it on PlayStation. So I want to try it on the Xbox to try and see how that works. Because if they kill you, then they get a, a massive bunch of XP and and residium and, and perks and stuff. Whereas if you kill them, you effectively reset their progress that they might not have saved. See, so it's a good way of like trolling players and possibly. I'm guessing you get a warning if someone's ended your game, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, again, when she does it, if you're playing solo she doesn't just but it's like an ai character and yeah. it comes up and say juliana juliana is on the hunt and then you basically you can't escape the level until you kill her or she kills you right and if you kill her then you get all the perks but if she kills you then you get three lives but if she kills you three times basically you you lose everything you you've not saved in your progress so far but um, she's so, set up to your super gun she had no chance she had no <laughs> chance not to not to my super sniper rifle or assault rifle um but yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it, and I was, I was looking at the trophy list of it, and there's one for going through and killing all the visionaries in one day, without being spotted and without killing anyone else, just the visionaries, and that's going to be so fucking hard because there's so many people, especially around some of the visionaries themselves. Um, so I'm quite tempted to try and give that a go, not for the trophy necessarily, but because that I mean, sounds I'm, like a fun challenge. I know Graham likes stealth, so I'm sure he can give you some tips. <laughs> no, I'm keen to go back and give that a go anyway. It, it did seem quite interesting. It was, um, I mean, stealth is obviously key because I love a bit of stealth, but going action and going all out is, is just as valid. Like, yeah. again, it, I, I had the sniper rifle, assault rifle, like we super weapon, but there's loads of other guns that are way louder and you could just run into a room and just spray and pray and just fucking absolutely decimate people. Like, I had a, a, a basically, I was carrying a, a, that. A super powered weapon, a sniper rifle, and a minigun, and the minigun would just like <laughs> just make a mess of everybody. Uh, but again, it was too loud for my likes. I like a bit, a little bit of a quietness to it. Uh, but yeah, it was. Oh, it was fucking brilliant! Absolutely loved it from start to finish. Apart from, like I said, just a bit too much hand holding at the end of saying how you're going to kill the visionaries and the menus. The menus are fucking shit. Please change them. They are dreadful. They're kind of like um like Destiny where you got like this the cursor you scroll around rather than just like you know up and down under the D-pad stuff like that. But the way they highlight the text for the like the weapon descriptions and stuff, it just flicks all over the place depending on what side of the screen you're on, and it's distracting and horrible, and I hate it. And it doesn't tell you like if you're picking up the trinkets which you can upgrade your gun or your character with, you can pick up multiple of the same one, but it doesn't tell you what you've already got. So if you've already saved one, like using the Residium to keep it as a permanent thing, you might end up with another three or four before you realize you've already got one and you can not you can only use one. 
you've wasted a load of residium saving the same thing over and over again and it's just it, the menu itself is just not very clear so it doesn't make it obvious to say like you've already got this or like a, a instant trash button or something so you can get rid of shit you don't need but other than that they're my only two sort of minor criticisms so, i think it's fucking brilliant so, so mr happy cloud gamers says in the chat if he loves hitman would he like this game then probably i mean i don't like hitman so i i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, this it's from what i have played of hitman it's very similar to the the idea of having your own way of trying to kill the target so you know, you go in and you can either like I said, you can snipe them from a distance you can get up close you can try and lay some traps so you can try and use other bits of the environment to kill them but i don't think it's quite as open-ended as hitman where like ian was saying last week this time i'm going to take a, a, a sniper rifle this time i'm going to take a vial of poison this time i'm going to take this and and sort of experiment with the whole level it's doesn't strike me as being quite as open as that but there's still plenty of options to to do things and again as you progress you learn new ways of killing people which will then let you get to the end like the final day and, and end it properly um but yeah i'd definitely give it a go if you like hitman or any of that sort of thing sort of thing but it's a different sort of like stealth killing simulator as it were it's very fucking good and i really really enjoyed it and i wish i'd played it sooner because yeah, i was fucking tremendous uh and not that it matters for xbox but the dual sense controller it, it, it is fucking brilliant i love that controller it's such a great great little bit of kit and i wish we had something like that for the xbox side of things however no one else has played it i've waffled on for too long yet again please someone uh let's go with special guest piece shall we well you may as well jump in and do your other game no, no, I'll, I'll come back to that because that's a real quick one and, and I can mention it later. I'll, I need a drink because my throat's fucking well dry at this point. Pete, <laughs> special guest Pete, tell me, you've been, you're have been you joining us. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Or indeed, in the last, since we spoke to you, <laughs> however long ago that was. Well, if you want me to rattle off every game i played in the last two years, then let me just, uh, you know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll start off with the, the non-Xbox game, we got game, time down, not here. That's very true. Um, the non-Xbox game is... I. Uh, completed and finished off Pokemon Violet, which was uh, pretty good, to be fair. Uh, I noticed I got a friend request from Ross and the Switch last week, so yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a pretty good game. It, 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 was quite, it was quite glitchy, but it was nothing game-breaking. But yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. It was definitely a different way to do Pokemon games, whereas in traditional Pokemon games, it's right, go from Gym 1 to 8, Elite 4, whereas is there's actually three storylines and I think there's, a, I think there's at least 25, 26 kind of chapters, if you like. So yeah, I think I didn't play Pokemon Arceus, but this is definitely a, I think a good step for the Pokemon franchise. Uh, moving on from Pokemon. Uh, I, I did try completing Fallout 4 this week. Um, I got to the try uh, completer. Yeah. So I got to, oh, so I got to the part where I found out, I got to meet the father, who the father was, etc. Then go to the next mission where you have to uh, kind of go with that uh, with a synth. But unfortunately, I think the game is not broken, but he's in constant combat. <laughs> so I can't talk to this NBC. There, there's a Brotherhood of Steel guy hanging around. Um, and if he's not fighting him, one of their helicopters comes in. So the guy I'm supposed to speak to to start this quest is constantly in battle. And I... I fast traveled from left to right, reset the game. He's always in combat. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm ever, ever going to be able to complete the actual proper story of Fallout 4. Um, Have you no backup saves? 
Probably, yeah, but it'll probably do the same thing, to be honest. I think um, there's, I think that's a common problem on, yeah, uh, the, is it X? Can't remember his name. Something like XCAA or something. The synth that you're with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The proper assassin type bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sure that's a common thing that you can fix, but I can't remember how you do it. Yeah, it took me a while to get into Fallout Four. It took me a good, I think I was level ten by the time I was like, yeah, I'm quite enjoying this. Um, and it was okay, nothing groundbreaking, but obviously it's you know seven years old now, so obviously it was it was okay. But there's definitely better RPGs out there. Um, DLCs but, are really good. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I haven't done Nuka World. I did uh, Far Harbor. That was a good. Far Harbor. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was a good DLC. I like that. And so is the Atomatron one as well. That's quite a good one. It's short, a lot shorter, but you get a lot out of it. Yeah, the thing I found with Fallout Four though is that. I got a few guns early on and I just haven't stopped using them for whatever reason. Is one they're... of them the deliverer? No, there's the pulse rifle from you get the brotherhood of, the brotherhood still guy, that gun. Yep. Just, just powerful. And I got a sniper rifle which just happened to have like a fifty caliber gun and it's like I can either do close range with the light right the rifle or I can just snipe people's heads off. Um yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of variety in, in those because I'm like, oh, I've seen to have got two guns of good mods quite early on, which seemed a bit, but there you go. Um, so yeah, that's Fallout 4, pretty good. Um, the other game that I said I'd well, kind of review for Jay because it's been on the review list since I think October, which is called Silver Nornir. Um, I thought I'd give it a go because uh, almost this time last year, there was another game on there called um, Rise of the First Power, which, you know, an 8-bit RPG. Turned out to be my game of the year. It was absolutely fantastic. This game, on the other hand, um, I struggle with positives for it, to be honest. It's not the worst game I've ever played. That still goes to Just Cause 2 or 3, whichever one it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this game is... Um, there's it's, like I started playing it and I looked into it and I was like, ah, it was originally released on a mobile game. Which makes oh, so gosh. much sense to the pacing of the game, where everything's so fast and the music's fast. Everything's like, go, 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 do this, do this, do this. And then all of a sudden the characters are like, oh, by the way, I can do this. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, by the way, I can do this. And one person says, oh, yeah, I can meet right. I can I can read your mind, but I don't use it. Um, this this is a Kenko uh, game, right? Is yeah, the Kenko game, yeah. So, I mean, Kenko, it's coffee. Yeah, in capital, all capitals as well. Um, and like you can see in the, on the trailer there, it says, "Oh, you got you know uh, saved the world. The previous world destroyed." And I'm about 15 hours in, and there's just no word of this. You'd think that because they referenced it right at the start, you'd think at least a third into the game by now they would have realised that they're fighting for the future of this world that's already died, been blown up two or three times. So, yeah, I mean, it's again, you can tell it's a mobile port. Just because of, you know, just the cutscene. Well, not the cutscenes, but the the battle scenes or that kind of stuff. So yeah. it'll definitely be if I get if I get around to writing some words down for it because I'm struggling to go back to it. Um, it will definitely be my lowest review so far. I mean, I've, to be fair, it's not a high bar really because I think I think Sniper Elite Five got seven point eight, and I think that's my lowest review. This will probably be in the fives, maybe, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I need to force myself to play it a bit more to see if it does get better. But 15 hours in, it's 
not yeah, great. I mean, I mean, by that point, if it's not grabbing you by that point, it's, it's that's unlikely. the thing, you know. Yeah, much. I love yeah, I love an RPG, and this is just not how an RPG should be be done. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, and last game, obviously, just a bit of Football Manager. Uh, haven't played a lot of it so far, but uh, I'm literally still in only halfway through my second season managing uh, Albion Rovers. And it's Scottish team, so I think, yeah. Well, I, I usually like, I'm quite boring, quite vanilla, whereas I usually always pick an English team. So I thought I'd branch out and uh, I went to Scotland. Can't <laughs> <laughs> see you, you really, you really push the yeah. boundaries there. I, I, what, I like, what I like to do is just. I don't load any databases or skins. I'm just, I'm a proper vanilla FM player. Just is what it is, and I'll pick a league, like I said, which is usually England, and I'll pick the bottom league. I'll pick the team that's favourite to finish bottom, and I'll try and build them up to be champions of the top league. And that's what I'm doing with Albion Rovers. Um, found sure. a few gems. Found a few gems. This guy got released by Celtic at the end of season one, and uh, he's got 34 gold involved. 34 gold involvements in about 25 games. So, What's yeah, his name? Hang on. Let me get up for you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, tense. while he's doing that, I'll jump <laughs> in I'll jump in my yeah, games because yeah. I've got some Go. football major news as well. So, taking off uh, Pete's sort of experiment where he picks the lowest team from a certain league and he tries to work it out. I, unlike Pete, go to even further extremes and I download additional databases. So, in sort of Scotland, you go down as low as League Two, and that's like your professional or semi-professional tier. It will not go any really lower than that. Um, but taking inspiration from one of my sort of YouTubers that I quite like watching, Work the Space, he mm. has and he has set up a data or he's taken part in a database where he's got the eight tiers of England, so like way, 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 way sort of football pitches that you walk past that like the kids play on and things like that. That's how yeah. low down he is. And he's taken inspiration and went Guernsey, so small island just off the coast of France. Very remote, very difficult to get players to go to. Very interesting type save. So I've went, same sort of idea, but I've went to the Orkney Islands in Scotland and taken the only team in Orkney. And I'm trying to work up from the Highland divisions and eventually get up to the Premier League based uh, based on Orkney, which I think they have about four football pitches on the full island. And I mean, like, not stadiums. I just mean football pitches. <laughs> um, their closest rivals are Shetland. And I think like the, the, even that isn't a team that you can play as because it's that no. small a game. So that's my football manager for my single save. I have picked back up on my uh, online career. So the mighty Brighton and Bristol City are vying out in the Premier League. Bristol City having a fantastic season this season, uh, running Man City close at the top of the league. Brighton having a bit of a down year after winning the Champions League and Premiership last year. So languishing in sixth, but um, hopefully new signings in January. Hopefully a wee bit of improvement after that. Adam Brooks was the guy's name. Adam, Adam Brooks. Brooks. Nice, nice. Well, Russ, why don't you carry on and tell us about the other two games you've been playing? Because one of them, I'm very, very intrigued to hear about. That Pokemon? Uh, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll do GSL and then I'll get Pokemon out of the way. I, like Pete, have been playing through Pokemon Violet. I am almost completed it. I have one Pokemon to complete the Pokedex. First time I've ever completed a Pokedex in any Pokemon games, even though I've played every single one of them. Um, Who do you need? It's the, it's the legendary, if you, it's uh, the legendary from Scarlet. So ah. <laughs> can't even help you for it. Um, so yeah, have to trade to get that. I think Ian's going to sort of like try and hook me up with that. 
Um, if not, I'm sure there'll be somebody on the link codes that'll be able to get that with, and that'll polish me off with Pokemon. Um, I'll be able to pick it back up and do shiny hunting and things like that, but that means it'll stop taking up my time. And I came across a very interesting game on TikTok, which we're wasn't expecting to find games, and it is as Jay was alluding to being interested. Super Linimal, super that is for me to say. Super Linimal, it's fucking what, incredible. So why why TikTok? Not not that I want to get into TikTok, but what I was scrolling, was... I was scrolling through it, and it's one of the puzzles that's in the trailer. That it's the chess piece where it's on a pipe, and it was a guy who was just going around, and it was just scrolling through it, and I seen like the movement go around. I thought, oh, that looks very Stanley Parable type of mm -hmm. idea, mm -hmm. and I was looking at, it, I was like, so basically the premise of the game is it's all to do with perspective. So everything looks normal, but if you pick something up and walk really far away from it, it becomes huge. If you pick something up and get really close, it shrinks in size. Um, you can make things bigger and smaller to interact with the room and different things. Like there's there's a puzzle in in the game at one point where basically you have two panels on the floor which control the door to get out of the room and there's nothing else in the room to get in it. So obviously you can stand the one panel, nothing happens because you need somebody to stand there. Panel. And you can actually take the exit sign off the wall, but the exit sign is only maybe, say that, for perspective. So you need to then find a way to get it to go bigger. So you can eventually like push it to the other side of the room, pick it up, it becomes massive. You can then put it on the two blocks, opens the door, you get out of the room. It's an amazing concept. Like the game is fantastic. It's very simplistic. Like I say, it's, it doesn't have the the witty banter. Well, it's got like a, a narrator, mm. portal slash Stanley Parable type person that when you move through the rooms, you get like a commentator going through it. Um, not as funny as any of those two games, but very similar type of concept in regards to yeah. trying to give you the humor as you progress. But oh wow, it was. I was blown, like, like I say, seen it on TikTok, so it was a 30-second clip, and that was enough to catch my attention. And then having played it, it's on Game Pass just now. You can play it on the cloud. Um, you can play it on PC Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. Um, oh, it's fucking brilliant. you got, like, 20 minutes to do a couple of levels on cloud. Jump in. Yeah. Have you, you haven't finished it yet, no? No. Like I say, I only picked it up this week uh, in between Pokemon and Football Magic. It's literally, as I say, picking it up on the iPad, controller running away and doing that x amount of time the touch controls work really quite smoothly as well because i think it's because it's a pc game as well the touch controls work very intuitively you swipe across the screen like you'd be moving a mouse and it's only b and a pretty much that you use to yeah. sort of interact and jump um so it doesn't take a lot to even if you're just touching the screen it's still fantastic to play that way as well by the time you sit talking about the narrator and stuff by the time you get to the end um i actually found it to be quite Dark, I've uh, heard a, a bit, but also quite like impactful. Like the, the sort of the message, as it were, at the end of the game, mm. that stuck with me for a few weeks. And I, 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 it might sound silly, but it sort of gave me like a something to think about. If something was like having a shitty day, I was like, well, that, that sort of perked me up. Is it if, if huh. that makes sense? It was, it's a weird, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not I, a big I, I game, is it? Like, to no, it's only a few not... hours long. It yeah. was one of my game of the year contenders for 20. 20 or 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 sure um yeah i fucking loved it i thought it was absolutely brilliant and and like you said it's not complicated to play it might look a bit complicated but when you actually play it, it's it's fucking dead simple to get your head around the puzzle like mechanic not necessarily yeah. solving the puzzles but the idea of what you're supposed to do but oh uh, yeah it just gets better and better and better like portal 
it's nice and short doesn't that say it's welcome and it's constantly like we thought this was all this could do well here have this puzzle room where it changes things up a little bit and moves things around and yeah it's brilliant i, I look forward to hopefully you, you getting a bit further and, and seeing yeah. i mean i can imagine the by the end of this by the end of this week like for next week's podcast i'll have it completed because like i say now that i've not got pokemon in the way it's it's one of these games where you can sit down for 20 minutes 30 minutes uh, mm. knock out a couple of levels and then you can be that you can feel like you've achieved something on it yeah yeah, I think it took me like maybe three, four hours to beat in yeah. total. Like, it's, it's really not a long game at all, but yeah, really, really, really good. And because uh, it's still on Game Pass, so one hundred percent go check that bad boy out. Um, and they did up, include a, a multiplayer update on PC version where you could do puzzles together. And, like you could change the, the perspective, obviously in real time. But it, I haven't tried that because again, it's just PC, and, and I don't have it on PC like to mod like that. I think it's only on Steam. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely go play the single player. Graham, sorry, yes. Ross, you done. You got another game. I've all done. That was me. Yep. I'll <laughs> cut you off. Sorry. Snap. Shut up now, Ross. Uh, um, Graham, you've also yes. got a game. I'm very interested to hear about uh, your opinion of. But it's up to you which one you go with first. Please. Uh, well, I wouldn't get your hops. I've only literally dabbled a tiny bit into it. I've been more playing my review title, which is uh, One Piece Odyssey. So. That's a, a game based off of the anime uh, One Piece about pirates. That's they eat sort of things things called devil fruit, which gives them all kind of different weird and wonderful abilities. With the the main character Luffy, uh, he's kind of made of rubber, so he can do stretching and turn his arms into giant fists to sort of hit enemies, etc. So it's a, a bit of a weird and wonderful story. And um, the game starts off really quite confusing because you land on this sort of island. Um, you've got struck down. You're kind of not shipwrecked, but you end up on this island that's a bit mysterious. And just every enemy that comes up against you, you just literally whipping everyone. <laughs> I was like, this game, I swear I didn't put it on any kind of easy mode. <laughs> and then once you get to like kind of an hour in, that's when the story kind of unfolds. Um, one of the people of the island basically takes all your power away and basically scatters it around the island and so you suddenly become a bit weaker and you have to go find all these cubes to sort of get your strength back as they, they keep saying getting their strength back but it's, you get bits to unlock your skills and and so i see why they've done it this way it's a way of i mean i haven't watched all of the anime i know it's quite a lengthy anime but they've done it so once you get to a certain point there's tears on the island which take you back to a memory and that memory takes you back to i assume a section of the anime that i haven't seen yet where you kind of almost relive a memory but you relive it in your weaker version of yourself so you have to sort of go through the memory as it was and get your strength back to be able to sort of conquer the memory so it's quite cleverly kind of done story-wise, which is quite useful for me because I don't know the anime. So even the memory is kind of new to me. So it's quite fun to watch it all kind of through. Yeah. And uh, it's got a lot of humor in it anyway. So playing through the story is good fun for me anyway. I kind of like these kind of styles. Um, Graphical-wise, it's very similar to sort of how the, well, basically all the kind of the, the Bandai game, similar to like how um, Kakarot from Dragon Ball Z looks as well, that same sort of graphical yeah. style. And it's looks pretty decent on the series consoles uh the gameplay itself is 
it's quite kind of standard, quite linear in a, in a way. You, you can't even detour until you're allowed to detour. So if you try going the wrong way, it goes, hey, are we supposed to be heading east? You're like, oh, okay, fine, turn around. He's like, you have to go towards where the, the story tells you to go to until you've got to a certain point. Then you can explore a little bit. So it's kind of linear, not massively, like not really boxed in, but um, it, there is a linear touch to it. The, the combat itself is very sort of uh, Final Fantasy style. It's turn-based and it's got a three-way power structure. So one's good against that one, but weak against the other one, kind of like paper, scissors, rock in the, that kind of mm. power is good against speed, but worse against technique. Technique's good against power, but rubbish against speed and yeah. that kind of layout. So the enemies are one of the three and obviously <clears> more or less that will receive more damage depending on yeah. which way you are on that. But you start off with pretty much your whole squad from the anime. So there's like seven of you to play around with. So you can mix and match your squad up depending on who works well in your team. But the interesting thing they've done in the battle nodes is they've given you kind of like the different areas. I've only ever seen like three areas max. But you have enemies that are close to you in your area and enemies that are close to your buddies in the party. So it's not like you're on one side and they're on the other side. This one you kind of split into like different areas so you might have one person there two people there and another person over there and your skills can only attack ones that are close to you or ones that are further away so you can either concentrate on the enemies that are there but you can't use a close skill on one of the other areas until you've taken out the enemies in front of you first yeah. so it's kind of added a bit more of a dimension to that kind of turn-based strategy so you can help out your people that are further away by doing a long skill because your part of the trident helps out against that enemy. So you can kind of play that way. And uh, they've given you, in the same sort of way as Fun Fantasy, a way of just putting it on auto battle, which comes in handy when you're sort of taking on the lower enemies. So you don't have to keep going through the same sort of, okay, attack the weak ones. And so you can set it onto auto battle to play through and it plays it quite cleverly. Or you can just go straight to manual when you're taking on bigger bosses to sort of really sort of get involved that way. So very interesting digging it and sort of about, I think about 18 hours into it and yeah, I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. I think I'll probably play through. I don't know how far about victory in the first kind of memory. So I'm hoping <laughs> there's memories like this. This one's pretty damn lengthy. So this game could be pretty big. So one piece is he's the guy that's got the different gears, is it? Is it gears he goes Yeah, through? he goes to different gears. It's just how powerful he gets and his rubberized right. motion. But I even unlocked those skills to go into different oh, really? gears. Yeah. So you're so not even in the first be... gear yet? <laughs> well, I think he I, think I haven't it. watched it yet, so I don't know how it works, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, he just gets different levels of pumped up and he just becomes that kind of stronger. But yeah, there's more characters to, to join in. So I'd be interested to see how it kind of unfolds. I imagine the party's going to change as you sort of immerse yourself in different memories. The squad changes and you get more skills as you go along and collecting different kind of items. But yeah, I mean, join if you enjoy these kind of Japanese RPG kind of style games, this one's just, it, it only battle-wise it brings something new. But other than that, it's just your usual great story and just like the battle it's just as good fun so you'll keep your interest and it looks like it's got a lot of legs to it so you'll be getting your money's worth on length ways nice and uh and, and what about tales from the borderlands you not played much you said uh no i've dabbled in it i've, I've met your buddy louis as you said i can see why you found him amusing yeah 
So <laughs> he's fucking brilliant, is Louis. Yeah, so I, I played it when I was a little bit too tired. And I thought the, the the way it sort of starts you off isn't the most exciting of things that the the scientist you start off with is just dicking around in the, the lab. It's a yeah. bit slowish, and then it then it starts to pick up a little bit after that. <laughs> Thankfully, because it's running around searching for things in a lab is a bit meh. Yeah, yeah, it's not the most exciting intro, although it's quite funny at points. But yeah, once you, as uh, she touched, as she sort of left the spaceship, yet or not yet? That's what I mean. I literally got it to where the woman goes into the diner, so I'm really kind of early on. Yes. Yeah, so, oh yeah. You, you, I think literally on the next scene is is sort of is where things start to pick up and and carry on. But yeah, really, are you enjoying the jokes and stuff? Oh, like, like, I typical... enjoyed the jokes from the first one, but yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, the the interaction between that guy and Louis was yeah. I can say that's going to be a funny kind of conversation going forwards. <laughs> yeah, there's one bit uh, which I think they might have just popped up in the trailer where it, it had me like fucking cracking up with what Louis was doing. This is so funny. But anyway, I won't, I won't spoil it. I'll let you let you get to it. But it, yeah, hopefully you play some more. And we can chat about it more next week. But I will do. Def- definitely, uh, definitely a great a great video game. Uh, anything else? Or uh, only the, the usual FIFA. But I've, I've spoken enough of that over the weeks. <laughs> okay well I'll, I'll jump back in very quickly with, with the other game we're playing which is Paper Ghost Stories 7pm um, now this is basically an interactive story ghost story basically and it only lasts at a push 30 minutes maybe 40 minutes if you really oh. take your time um, but the idea is that much like something like Tales of Broadlands or other games like that like you go through multiple times and, and sort of expand the story out once you learn more but again like death loop so you play as a couple of little kids who have been told a story by their they call her their auntie but she's they basically they live in this little flat a complex and the grown women are aunties and the grown men are uncles that's just what they call them and she's telling them a story about then a new neighbor that's moved in and every day the kid stands on the balcony waves to the sun and like waves goodbye to the sun and they think it's a bit weird, but they, they've never actually seen the kid. They keep trying to invite them out to play with them, but they never hear any response. And the auntie hears the dad shouting all the time. Um, and then they go exploring. And the obviously paper ghost stories, things get a bit weird, like creepy apparitions and stuff appear. Again, again it only being half an hour long, I don't want to say too, much, too many details, but it was enjoyable. I, I enjoyed what it was um it was not the the best story or the best game player in the world but it was a neat little half hour where i sort of worked my way through the story the first time i finished it i got it said i got 50 percent of the things you can do because there's lots of different interactive things around like um there's one the first one you get to do is throwing a rock at this kid's window to try and get their attention uh, another one is finding a character who's who's doing some grieving of one of their i think their kids has died or something they're, they're sort of setting up a little remembrance thing for them and there's other people to talk to and, and interact with in little mini games and that but you can ignore that and just follow the story and get through it in probably about probably even less maybe 20 minutes um <laughs> it look it looks lovely like it, it, it's in unreal 4 and it's all paper cutouts of people but the actual world is all 3d and it looks really good like the effect they've gone for of like these paper characters walking around and and the style of like the cutscenes where they're talking and and again without spoiling the details some of the horror elements the ghosty elements are, are quite effective they're, they're quite well done um did you get scared Jay? 
Uh, no, it's, it's certainly not scary, <laughs> but it's quite it's quite entertaining. And yeah, and I played for it. I played it for a couple of times, and I enjoyed it enough. I gave it a, a half decent review, which uh, I'll get to in just a second. But it's only a couple of quid, I think. And if you just want something to fill, yeah, an hour, and then even if you want to play for it a couple of times. Decent enough. It's not going to live long in their memory. It's certainly not going to challenge anyone for game of the year or anything like that. But it's a decent it enough interactive. It. I mean, I don't know how we couldn't complete it because even in his limited gaming time, like I said, <laughs> half an hour is more than enough to get through it if you don't do all the extra uh, objectives and stuff. And could Ian thousand G it though? You know what? Actually, speaking of achievements, one of the main reasons I picked this up was to get a few achievements for the old Microsoft Awards. And I thought I'd just get a few TVs, that'd be enough. But I actually ended up playing it through and enjoying it, as I said a couple of times. Um, I see the achievements are a piece of piss as well. I nearly got all of them, but I need to save some for next time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> decent decent little story, decent little gameplay. If you're up for something along those lines, go check out. You can go check out my review on xboxfam.com. Um, and the only thing I really haven't played is Fortnite, as always. I'd love a bit of Fortnite. Uh, uh, working my way through the levels, trying to get my V-Bucks back. So I haven't got to give Big Epic any of my actual real money. I can just give them their own money back. That'd be nice. Lovely. Yep. And you um, surpassed me in game time play, didn't you? Yes. I looked up my game time the other day. I sent it to the special guest, Pete. Uh, since he's been playing it, obviously, I don't know how many years it's been. Maybe four or five years at this point. Uh, I've played it for a whopping 10 days and three hours, <laughs> which uh, is surprising somewhat. Uh, but I, I forget my number one on my like, friends list. I think they were something like... Like a hundred odd days, Jeez, third of a year, man. We'll yeah, I can't there. remember who it was now. It's not anyone you guys know, I think it's, Is it's it Ian? someone from no, it's definitely not Ian. <laughs> He's been fishing that whole time. Um, but yeah, I, I love a bit of um, uh, I've been really enjoying it and um, working my way through the battle pass, getting some of the skins and stuff. But anyway, that's enough fortnight. Let's move on to reviews from the rest of the team. Should we, like I said, I reviewed Paper Ghost Stories, I gave it a seven, uh, sorry, 6.5. Um, like I said, it's decent, just not it's not going to last uh, a, a lifetime kind of thing. Um, Daniel reviewed Swordship, which is like a reverse bullet hell type thing. And I think he spoke about it to us previously. I, f- I forget, but his review's up now. He gave it a 5.8. And Corey reviewed uh, Wavetail, which gave a 7. It's like a, it, I think it was a Stadia exclusive, and now it's obviously Stadia is about to shit the bed in a couple of days. So they're sort of getting the games out on, on other consoles and it looks decent. He gave it seven, like I said, like a third-person action-adventure type game. Um, yeah, well, we'll go check them reviews out. There'll be a few more this week. I've got a few on the go as it is. And uh, obviously, we've got a few big ones coming up, hopefully, at the end of the month. So, yeah, go check out xboxtavern.com for them. That'd be wonderful. And I also finally got around to updating the, uh, the what's coming up and the Project Game Pass pages today. So go check them out as well, please. That'd be lovely. Uh, there's not many big games coming out in January, but obviously February, March, April, May, June, oh, plenty of other games coming you out. You said so there's I'll... not big games coming out in January. There's not many. I could only right. find two that were really worth putting in there. I was uh, going to say. Didn't catch, didn't catch much. But um, yeah, so go check them out. Um, let's move on to things that, if you don't want to go read the website, which you should, obviously, xboxtamer.com. You can go on to uh, Game Pass, this little service that everybody loves, you know, best in a gaming, etc., etc. And Ross, tell us what has come or what is coming to Game Pass, please. So the other ones have been at the start of the month, so we'll go for the ones that are just due to be released. So we've got Mortal Shell, no, nope, that was the one that was at the start of the month, Persona 3 Portable, 
which is on Cloud Console and PC. Persona 4 Golden, which again, Cloud Console and PC, uh, most of these ones are. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, um, Cloud Console PC on January 20th. And then rounding the month off, we've got Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, which is Console and Cloud. Nice, nice. And yes, um, as Happy Cloud Gamer just says, we might even get some more games later in the month. Perhaps at the direct, uh, the developer underscore yeah. direct, they might announce a few more. And there was I another one know. that was there was another one that was rumored. Um, was it in- Inclunati? I think it's called. Which yes, is, that is coming that's soon, but I don't know if it's, a... it's not got a date. Well, it's coming yeah. soon. It's going to be in January. We just don't have a date for it yet. Yeah, so that's got to be on the on the showcase surely. Um, Ian's not here, so special guest Pete, have you got the document open? Do you want to do have, the honors yeah. for Game Pass Games Leaving, which uh, uh, is today, technically? Yeah, well, I, I asked Jeeves earlier, and uh, this <laughs> list is still the same. It doesn't look there's any more games leaving, so it's, if you listened last week, it's the same list. So, And all these games are leaving today, so we've got... Uh... Go on. <laughs> Go, on. Go, on. Go on. Go on. Dagon Ronpa, Trigger That's Happy enough. Havoc Anniversary Edition. Uh, nobody saves the world. Oh, that's a good game, actually. Nobody saves the world. Go check that out, actually. That was a good one. Uh, Paparazzi. Uh, the <laughs> what's the same else then? Uh, Anacrisis yep. and Windjammers 2, all on the you know cloud PC console. So, all those are leaving today. So, yes. get on it if you haven't already played them. Yeah, so if, you, if you're listening live, happy cloud gamer, go check them out before they leave. Um, if anyone else, especially uh, nobody tomorrow, plays the well, that's a good game. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it's a really good game, but luckily yeah. I have access to that anyway, so it's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, Graham, yes, if those cool kids who aren't with Game Pass, yeah, I mean, they got to get up with the time someday. Perhaps their stadium subscriptions running out in a couple of days and they've got a chance to, to go to Game Pass, but for now, they're stuck with games of gold. What yep. can they pick up for free? Well, they got their last chance to get Bladed Fury because that is done as of January 15th today. And then they've got Iris Fall from the 1st of January to the 31st. And then coming soon, Autonauts on January 16th to February the 15th. Nice. So, again, I mean, I must admit, I don't really know any of them games at all. But go check them out. They're free. Why the hell not? Even if you want to play them in 30 years' time with your kids, assuming Xbox is still around, <coughs> go, uh, go, excuse me, go check them out. So, I believe if anyone else has got anything to bring up, we've uh, we've done it. We've made... Yet another podcast, Xbox Taverns, Xpod Tavern 103rd. Um, anyone got anything they'd like to, to mention before we round this wonderful podcast off? No, just well, for me, thank you for having me back. It's yeah. been a pleasure. Well done to make a successful return. It's been a pleasure to have you back again, especially guest Pete. I'm sure Millie Manning will be back next week. Um, but we'd like to, to sort of mix things up, so perhaps we'll have you back again sooner rather than later. How about that? Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Cool. Well, for myself, I, you can follow me on Xbox or Twitter or whatever you like. Oh, Jesus Christ, you changed that to on at X. Oh, fucking hell. At Enaxan or indeed at Xbox Tavern on Twitter. You can find us there. You can find Graham. At Graham Reaper. You can find Scottish Gruff Ross. At Scottish Gruff. You can find Special Guest Pete. At Peter Caninch. So go uh, go check that out. Thank you very much for listening, slash watching, slash commenting. If you're going to leave us a question, slash answer to the question of this week, and we shall see you all next week at eight pm. Yes, yes, that was the best one yet. Thank you very much, lads. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.